Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. My name is Bella and we're here for another week, which is very exciting. It is exciting. I'm not going to lie, I'm not feeling my best right now. I've tried to record this intro maybe four times and every time I think about recording it, I just start crying. But it's okay. We are okay. Everything is okay. Kind of. This week's podcast is going to be about change and about dealing with change because at the moment I just, I just feel really meh. Like, I just feel really, really mad. Me and my boyfriend have gone back to being long distance, and I'm not going to lie, I'm finding it hard. I'm finding it really, really hard. And I thought I'd find it so much easier than I am actually finding it. But I found, like, moving back to London and everything hard. Like, I just feel really sad about it all, and I don't know why. And I think about every single time that I have left home, and I had, like, I've been living here for so long now. Like, this is home, you know? But it just it still feels hard, like I just want, like I just want my mum, which sounds really silly, it's fine, but anyway, let's talk about the life update, because so many things have happened, and I need to start bringing some type of regularity to the podcast back, so life update time, so as you guys know, it was the final week of travelling this week, the final five days, which was, oh, heartbreaking absolutely heartbreaking because I was not ready to go home not ready in the slightest so this week we've mainly been in Ho Chi Minh because there's so much to do there it's such a big city and we also didn't want the end of a holiday to feel rushed and I think this is a big thing that I've learned about traveling and about the trip that we did and I think it's about working out what type of holiday you want to have and me and my boyfriend like kind of discussed that we knew we weren't going to be able to see everywhere in Vietnam. We weren't going to always be able to go to absolutely every single location that you're meant to go to. But we would manage, we'd rather spend a bit longer in the other places and like make it feel restful because this is the thing traveling is actually exhausting. Like moving places, moving hotels and everything is really tiring. It sounds ridiculous, but it's like, it is. And I think by Natrang, which was our last place that we stayed, which is where I recorded the last podcast, I was so sleepy. I was so tired. I was so drained. And then to go from such like a beach resort as well, we turned out Natrang as well was like Barcelona for Russian people. I had no, not Barcelona. Maybe Barcelona? I don't know. It's like... A Spanish typical holiday destination that loads of British people would go to, but for Russian people. Because when we were there, we couldn't understand why there was loads of Greek everywhere, like loads of Greek writing. Turns out it wasn't Greek, it was Russian. And after we found out it was Russian, then it made so much more sense because I came back and my housemate has also been around Vietnam. But she mainly went in the south and she went to Natrang and she was saying about how it's like the Russian place because when they went there they were really confused because they meant to book Da Nang but she got mixed up with the words and she booked Natrang instead and so it all made so much sense and I was like ah that makes a lot more sense now it all comes together why because the Greek writing everywhere was really confusing me and there were so many Russian people there and I was like no other place that we've stayed has had this amount of Russian people staying here so interesting so interesting anyway back to Ho Chi Minh so day one we arrived we took the night bus this night bus was the nicest night bus I've ever been on in my entire life I'm not gonna lie I was a little bit nervous about the night bus situation because I was just like oh what if it's like like the first nice bus was okay but like it wasn't great like I didn't feel that nice whereas this night bus was incredible 
absolutely incredible I had like it was like a spaceship themed one and you had a lovely room with like a room it's like a little cabin type like bunker thing and it's just like really quiet and the bus was lovely and really clean and there was a toilet on the bus and it was honestly a really good experience so good that we arrived there an hour before schedule and I woke up checked my phone I was like it's not time to wake up yet went back to sleep so the bus driver had to come and wake us all me and Louie up because we're the last ones on the bus and then when I got off the bus I was like oh my god I feel like I've forgotten something turned out I'd left my phone on the bus so I had to quickly run and get the bus to stop and go and get my phone off the bus but anyway then we arrived in Ho Chi Minh and we arrived in our hotel and it turns out we'd accidentally booked a hotel room with no windows like no windows whatsoever so that was like a bit of a oh no and the first night because we arrived at four in the morning I was like this is fine I just need to sleep this is okay then when we arrived and we were like the second day we were like oh this is actually quite terrible because it just felt like a bit of a cage like it wasn't the nicest and so we went to go check out how much a new room would be very expensive wasn't worth the upgrade but then the second day when we woke up there was like construction work everywhere and it was like bang 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 and we woke up at 8am like what is going on and so we went downstairs and we were like I'm not gonna lie we can't sleep in that room it's so loud there's so much things going on like can we move to the other side of the hotel and so they moved us up to the top with a window don't say I didn't manifest that how perfect was that so we had we got the upgrade and we didn't have to pay for it so that was really really good and then what did we do? I'm not going to lie, we mainly did markets and shopping in Ho Chi Minh. We went to the War Museum, which was really moving, very sad. Um, anyway, I'll come to that. On the first day, we did the big main market, and I got so overwhelmed, I ran out crying. So overwhelmed. I didn't actually cry, I kept the tears in, but I felt like it, I felt my nose tingling. It was just so much, so many people, so many people trying to sell you things, and the bargaining and everything, oh, I just found it very hard. I found it very, like, oh, quite intense because we went on a Sunday as well, which was the busiest market day, and, like, we'd had three hours sleep. So it was quite overwhelming. Then at the end of that day, because we'd kind of woken up so early, no, we'd woken up at, like, an okay time, we had still so much of the day left, and so we went to the War Remnants Museum that day, and it's definitely something I'd recommend doing if you're in Ho Chi Minh and you're going to Vietnam because I think something that's really important that we know about and it's a very harrowing museum it's very sad like I don't think there's any other way to describe it other than just absolutely heartbreaking it's one of the most quite often I think museums are I don't know the right word to say like restricted not restricted but like they kind of make it all like PG-13 you know they make it so like children can go around and it's like but there was none of that there was some really 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 graphic imagery um and just some absolutely atrocious stories and it was just something that I was really glad we went to but it was like very sombering um they had part of the museum that was like uh showing you I can't remember the right word it was like showing you what the, the imprisonment section was like and showing you the tiger cages that prisoners were kept in and it's just it was just barbaric it's just really really awful and so we did that on the monday and then we came home felt quite like 
I can't like drained isn't the right word but just quite low so we just relaxed in the hotel room for a little bit and kind of like processed it all and then we went out for dinner and then the next day we decided to go to a different market and so the next day we went to the Russian markets oh my god which makes so much more sense now oh no it doesn't because Natran was the place where there was loads of Russian people we went to the Russian markets and this turns out to be like I don't know if it's called Russian because it sold loads of cold things, but it's, like, sold loads of, like, North Face coats, Arcteryx coats, Patagonia, like, more, like, climbing stuff. And so that was really good. And then we went to this really nice Israeli street food place, and the guy there was so helpful and lovely and welcoming, and he gave us loads of recommendations. And so that was that day. And then the next day, oh, my God. And then that night we went out... And we went to, no, we didn't go to Tiger Tiger, that was Hoi An. We went to this street called Boy Vien Street, which is just chaos. Like, I've never been on a street like it before in my life. It was, it was quite strange because all of the seats are facing outwards. So you're looking at the road, you're not actually looking at each other. And on the street, there's just loads of like performers, but they're all like child performers. Like, it was like children blowing fire like six-year-olds and there's like it was just felt really quite like I didn't like it I'm not gonna lie I really felt really uncomfortable um because it was like a kid and they'd swallowed the petrol like not swallow they'd get this can of petrol literal petrol it was purple put it in their mouth swirl it round blow the fire so they could be a fire breather and then they'd just spit the petrol out I was just like and then they'd go round and collect money for it. And then they'd give it to this one main guy. I was just like, it's so... Like, what? You are a child. A child. And there was also loads of dancers everywhere. And it was just like... There was... Like, it was just... It wasn't the dancers part that was changing. It was like, also, they were just trying to charge you so much money for things. Like, so much money. Just massively overcharging you on absolutely everything. But anyway... Because we stayed out for quite a while, I was quite drunk, so the next day I was so hungover. And Ho Chi Minh is such an overwhelming place to be hungover in. Like, there is a lot going on. But we decided to revisit the Bo... Not Bo Vien market, the big market, because I had kind of made us leave early because I was overwhelmed. And so we decided to head back, and this time it was so much better. And we found loads of really cool stuff, and would definitely recommend going on a weekday instead of a um weekend because it was just kind of overwhelming on the weekend days but in the week it was so good feels like a dream telling you guys all this and being sat in my uni room again <sighs> sad times anyway can't be sad today oh i'm trying not to cry <sighs> anyway um so we did that and then what did we do then we went to the Russian market back again because there was something that we wanted and then it was oh no then we're really hungover so we tried to go to the big market and then I'm not gonna lie we're both just really tired and I think the holiday was finally catching up to us and we just needed to chill so we just had a chill like afternoon we just watched I'm re-watching Gossip Girl at the moment so we re- so we watched Gossip Girl we started the Furies we got a takeaway like and it was just really nice and I think when you're on holiday traveling, sometimes you just need those chill days too. It's really important to start prioritizing like what you actually want to do. And so that was like just a really nice feeling relaxed thing. And then all of a sudden it was Wednesday, Thursday, our last two days. And so for our last like actual day, I think we did markets again. 
Oh no, we didn't. On our la- on Wednesday, we went to some like kind of had we went to oh this was it we went to Chinatown but we went and it turned out then it just started like really really raining and it was just bad weather and that's why we had the takeaway and so then we revisited Chinatown on the second to last day and it was good but I didn't feel very welcome there and I don't know why maybe it was just all in my head but it's more of a wholesale market it's not um I wouldn't say it's like a tourist market or things where you're going to buy stuff it's like they'll be selling fabrics and shoes and it's like food on bulk everything's bulk buying so it was really good to walk around but kind of unlikely that you're going to get stuff there so if you don't have enough time to go to that one it's not the end of the world and then on that night we went out and we got some really good sushi it was delicious we had some really nice food and then all of a sudden it was our final day and it was so It's just weird because all of a sudden your final day just comes around. And talking about all of this, like, I just need to keep keeping myself distracted because I just feel really sad. Ugh, it's fine. Anyway. It's fine. Thursday, we, like, woke up late. It was our last day, which was really sad. And there was, like, some couple of things that we wanted to get that we'd, like, missed out on. And... We just like kind of went shopping again and it was really fun to walk around and we went to the old post office and we went to like the Notre Dame Cathedral. We did more sightseeing type type, uh, sightseeing type things on this part. And we went to like this famous Ban Mi stop and it was just really, just really nice. Oh, it just feels like so weird being back. It feels so strange and I feel like anyone who's been travelling, you'll know what I mean because it's just like nothing changes you come back and it feels like you haven't even been away comes back and it feels like it was just like a dream so strange so strange anyway then the night got dramatic because we went to this food market which was delicious it's next to the flower market if you're going to Ho Chi Minh you should go to the flower market and to the left of the flower market there's this street food market which was really great like we had so like Louis tried snails I did not because they had pork in I don't really like pork so tried those they had this Indian food which I can't remember the name of began with P it was like kind of like a little like crispy thing filled with like loads of delicious things inside like pomegranate felt like Bombay mix like potato like I don't know it was delicious anyway so I had that and then there was loads of like barbecues and so we got these like barbecue skewers like chicken things and we tried this fish thing which wasn't very nice regret on the fish the fish was a bad idea we got juice and that was really nice and then we came back to the hotel room and everything was fine went to bed woke up everything was okay then on the aeroplane, bear in mind, we had to leave at 3am, I realised I'd left my iPad at the hotel. And so this was like, a okay, I've left the iPad, it's going to be okay, they'll manage to send it back to me. It's been a whole two days of drama, but now I've realised that the hotel were like, we can't find your iPad anywhere, they don't have it. And then my iPad came back on, like it got deleted from my account, and then it came back online because the serial number is attached to my account and all of a sudden I realized it's been nicked so someone in the hotel stole my iPad which is really bad so don't stay at the A25 hotels they're a chain but like don't stay there not worth it 
it was meant to be a really nice hotel as well. It's like a three-star hotel. It's meant to be a good one. But anyway, I forgot to tell you about the really lovely thing we did on Thursday night, which was we went up to this rooftop bar and we got this like wine board, cheese board thing. Wine board? No, it's like two bottles of wine, a cheese board. We're looking over the skyline of Ho Chi Minh and we were just having like really nice chats. You know, it's kind of like, imagine if you'd have told us three years ago we'd be here in Vietnam looking at this beautiful skyline. It was just like a really special night and oh, I need to stop crying. This is not okay. I don't know why I feel so sad, but I just feel like I just want to be back there. I just don't want to be long distance anymore. But anyway, that's what we're coming to on the content part of this week's podcast. But yeah, iPad got stolen. How terrible is that? So bad. So don't stay at the A25 hotels, guys. Not worth it. But anyway, onto the content part of this week's episode, which is talking about change and dealing with change and finding long distance hard because it is hard. So this week we are talking about long distance and we are talking about change and we're talking about settling in because I feel like a lot of you are probably going to university this week and that means a lot of change is happening and it can be really hard to settle in and maybe some of you guys are starting long distance relationships for the first time and it's tricky and I'd forgotten how hard it was and I just think that this is a good point to just have a bit of a chat about how the re- the reality of it, like the reality of leaving home. And I think when I say like long distance relationships, it doesn't just have to be romantic relationships. Moving home for the first time suddenly makes your relationship with your family long distance, you know? Moving away from your friends suddenly makes that relationship long distance. And it can be really hard because you just want them around you. Like you just want a hug. You just want time with them. You just want to have, feel like you're really like comfortable at home. You just want to feel... I don't know, just that you have that person there and you get so used to having those people there. And I think this is where the summer after A-levels and GCSEs and like the summer after travelling is so tricky because you get so used to having that person there. You get used to so used to spending so much time with them. So you're so used to like just, it's like the little things. Like just waking up and then being there and not thinking about saying goodbye. Not thinking about when you guys are next going to see each other. Not thinking about how your lives are going to overlap. You get so used to not thinking about these massive things that all of a sudden when they do happen, it's like a bit of a shock to the system. And this morning, like yesterday, when Louis left, like, I just felt really sad. Because being long distance is not ideal. And it was just really great being together all of the time. And it just made me realise, like, how much we do get along and how lovely it was. And this is where I think long distance relationships like they are so hard but I know it has to be the way it is and this is what I mean like so many of you if you're also in this position I think when you decide to be in a long distance relationship whether it be a friendship or away from your family or away from the person that you love that's normally because you've realized that the life that you want to have can't happen if you prioritize that person in your life you have to prioritize yourself and I think that was my thing, like, I realised that if I, I could have moved to Manchester, and I could have tried to find a job there, but I wouldn't have prioritised finding a life for myself, and I think I've kind of found it hard this morning, because I was like, I actually don't want to do this anymore, like, I don't want to be long distance anymore, I don't want to, I just don't want to, like, and I'm seeing so many of my friends right now travelling, and, like, so my friends are doing like a road trip and I was just like, it looks so incredible. They're doing a road trip down Australia and it looks incredible. 
and every single day it's like beautiful sunsets and pristine beaches and it honestly just looks like the most incredible time and I think in your 20s you spend a lot of time second guessing whether you're doing the right thing you spend a lot of time seeing everyone else's life around you and it made me think a lot about how on social media we were now able to compare beforehand we wouldn't have been able to compare our lives with other people you'd have just been on your own you'd have just been doing your own thing whereas that's not the thing anymore you're able to see all of the different options around you and that can become so overwhelming and I had to remind myself that living in London was a dream like imagine the stories of me being like you know when you sometimes see those TikToks and it shows you the different lives you can have and it's like I want to live this one it's like traveling it's like loads and loads of pictures of traveling and then it's like the city life and it's loads of pictures of living in the city and everything I had to like remind myself that that's the one that I'm doing right now and if I saw images of that whilst I was living at home then that was exactly what I wanted to do and I think this is the tricky thing when you are dealing with change and you're moving away from the people that you love and you're moving away from the people that you want to be with then you just kind of start second guessing whether it's the right life choice whether it's the right thing you should be doing but I think if I was doing anything else then I'd also be second guessing that I'd be thinking is this the right thing I should be doing should I be focusing on my career should I be traveling and I think sometimes it's easier when you are with like that person like when I was with Louis and like when we were traveling you're more distracted because you're not on your own as much like you're with someone all the time and so you're not thinking about all of the other things going on because you're just distracted you always have someone to chat to like it's fine you know you really don't think about everything else that's going on in your life and so I think this is why I'm kind of like moments of alone time are so important but it's also why when you're traveling when you're surrounded by other people you don't have those as much and I think this is why when you're adjusting to like a big change and I think coming from like traveling with my boyfriend around Vietnam to starting my job tomorrow it's a massive change it's a big 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 thing that's like a big transition and I am nervous but I'm also excited and I'm ready and I think I'm just finding it hard today I think as soon as I'm in it as soon as I'm in my job and I'm working and I'm really enjoying the work that I'm doing I'll be really happy in the decision that I've made to move to London and to work here. Like, it's definitely something I want to do. But you know when you can only remember what you've just had? And so, and also I'm comparing it to, like, doing my master's. And my master's was one of the hardest things that I've ever done in my entire life. Like, that was really, really, really difficult. And it was just a lot. And I think I didn't really have any free time. And I was also didn't have much money at all. And so I think this is one of the things that I'm realising now is that it's going to be so much of a different type of lifestyle that I am going to have because I'll be able to afford things in London and also I'll have more free time, I'll be able to do things in the evening and I think that's a big a big difference. But it is all right to find this transition period of moving hard and I think today especially I just kind of like woke up and just had like a big cry because I woke up really early because of the jet lag. I've just been waking up at like really early and just had a big cry because like my ipad got stolen and it's fine it's not the end of the world and it's just like it's okay it's fine like i'm just trying to reason it to myself like imagine if if that's the worst thing that comes out of our holiday that's okay one of us could be hurt i'd rather it was my thing than louis thing like it's okay and i think i just had a big cry this morning because i was just like oh i just really miss you all like, have I made the right decision moving here? Like, I just really, really, really miss everyone. And 
and seeing my dad today and that'll be really lovely and that's also going to be hard because it's also just going to make me miss everyone more but this is the biggest piece of advice that I would give you if you are moving you need to keep yourself busy you have to keep yourself busy otherwise you're just gonna wallow and it's not good and I think this is what I'm realizing is like I, I wallowed this morning I let myself wallow and then we have to get on with it I have to record the podcast I didn't want to record the podcast I just felt too sad I was like I don't want to talk to anyone but I already feel better you know after doing that I tidied my room I've cleaned my room I'm gonna go for a run like I'm giving myself way too many jobs to do but these jobs are helping me distract myself from like everything else and eventually when you distract yourself enough you realize you're not distracting yourself anymore and you are content and calm but I kind of imagine this period of like moving is like you're sailing on a really rough sea and it's very choppy and it's very up and down if you stop to think about how rough the sea is then you're just going to speak yourself out and it's not going to be okay like this morning I started to think about the fact that I'm probably going to be long distance for another two years and oh I was not happy I was like this is this is really bad this is not ideal in the slightest how how am I gonna do and I was spiraling and spiraling and spiraling and I was just like I need to stop I need to just think about the fact you know we're just distracted we're just we're just floating right now it's okay the job's coming trying the new clothes tidy my room make my space feel good get a shower I'm gonna go for a run even though it looks like it's gonna rain really badly like you know keep yourself distracted because it is hard but by distracting yourself with loads of little things, you eventually just fill your time and that is better than wallowing. Like, sometimes you think you need to wallow. I promise you, you don't. It's not going to make you feel good. It's actually going to make you feel so much worse. Like, considerably worse. Because this morning I was just crying whilst doing the washing up. And I was like, this is a low point. This is a low point. But it's fine because I'm keeping myself distracted. I'm going to call my family. And I think in these moments it can be really easy to isolate yourself as well. Like, when you're feeling sad, it can be like, okay, I should just, like, ignore everyone else around me and just focus on me and just try and make myself feel better. But it's so much better if you reach out. Call the people that you love, call the people that you're missing, because that'll help you feel close to them. Because if you just hide yourself off from everyone, then you're just ignoring the situation at hand. If you pick up the phone, if you let people know how you're feeling, then they can support you and then you can feel less isolated because I used to think that isolating myself more would make myself feel better in these situations and it really doesn't. It makes you feel so much worse, so I would definitely not recommend. And also remember you're doing this, like it's going to be okay. It's hard the first few days wherever you move anywhere, wherever it's like an adjustment period because it's all new and you don't have your routine, you don't know what you're doing, but you are going to be okay. It just takes time to settle in. And I think that's why I'm working out now. But anyway, on to the question part for this week's podcast. Okay, on to the question part for this week's podcast. What's my favourite food? My favourite food is probably... You know, it just depends on what mood I'm in. I feel like I don't have a favourite food dependent on, like, whenever. I just... I really want Vietnamese food now because I feel sad about leaving. And I'm going to learn how to make pho this weekend, so that's exciting. But... I feel like I like everything, but I, but not meat. I'd never really a meat thing. I would never crave a meat thing. I would, or I've gone quite veggie recently, and I don't know why. I just think I got like, I've been a bit fussy recently with food, and maybe it's because change is coming. I don't know what it is, but I'm not I'm not into meat at the moment. Fish I've been eating, but not like animal meat. No, I just haven't haven't been craving it. Okay, favorite sport. I'm not going to lie, guys, I kind of only do the gym and it's a bit of a push to say I've been doing that because I literally haven't done anything for the past month. 
but I'm going to start at this new gym near where I work and they have loads of classes and I want to go to them and also I'm starting a hockey club because I need to have more hobbies as I've been saying I don't feel like I have enough hobbies and so I think this would be a good thing for me to do especially as it gets into like the winter months and I'm just going to try it and if I hate it then I hate it and that's okay like I don't have to love it but it would be good if I did you know it'd be good if I did I feel like I will like it but who knows we will see it but I am excited about it I feel like it's gonna be really really good I'm just excited also a good way of meeting new people maybe my work might have sports teams as well who knows okay I'm only gonna do three because I really need to get ready um did you watch Game of Thrones no my boyfriend's watching it at the moment I don't think it's my thing guys I just think it's too violent I just think I'm not gonna enjoy watching it and I think that's just gonna be not for me, but I've started rewatching. I'll talk about missing them more in the new things I've done this week, but rewatching Gossip Girl has been lovely. But anyway, on to the new things I've done this week, because I have to go for a run and I have to get this out to you guys very, very soon. So on to the new things that I've done this week. And the main new things that I've done is like, obviously I've been traveling, so it's a bit tricky. Well, I'm starting the hockey club, growth. I'm starting a new gym where they're going to have gym classes, but it is £75 a month and that is really quite a lot of money. So I can't do it just yet. But I might be doing it soon. Give myself a week and then I'll see how I feel. Um, Other new things that I've been doing is I have... What was it? I've been watching Sex Education. I've only watched the first episode, but I'm a fan. It's really good. It's like the old Sex Education. Like, I feel like Sex Education went down for a bit. Like, it, like the last season I just didn't like. But I really like this season. Like, it's really funny again. And so I'm happy about that. What other things have we been watching? Gossip Girl. So good. I forgot how good Gossip Girl was. Like, it's such a great TV programme. And then also we were watching The Furies. That like, It's like reality TV, but with The Furies. And it was so good. Like, I wasn't sure if I'd enjoy it because I didn't really like that type of thing. But it was really good. Like, I really enjoyed it. I feel like it was the perfect thing to watch. It was really interesting. And I feel like I got to know the family more and made me weirdly more interested in boxing. Like, I feel like that was a very good, smart move because now so many more people are going to watch the fights because it's interacting with, like, a whole new audience, you know? And I think that was, like, very clever business move. Other new things I'm doing today is I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to make myself go outside because I really don't want to do a run, but it's time. It's time to move my body. I'm going to go at 11. That's the deadline I've given myself. And yeah, I just start my new job. I went shopping yesterday to buy myself new job clothes. And I feel like it's so important to make sure you have like clothes that you feel comfortable in and confident in. And it's something that I didn't think I needed to do. And then I came back and I was like, I don't like any of the clothes that I own. And so I'm really glad that I've managed to get some that I really like. I got some new jumpers, some new trousers, and I'm excited. I'm a little bit nervous, but I am excited as well. And yeah, start of a new chapter, a big new chapter. And I think that's scary and intimidating, but also exciting. I feel for the first time about this big new change that I'm not like really, that I feel like it's like the right decision, you know? Like for so long, I wasn't sure if it was like things I'm doing, if they're the right thing. But I finally really feel like it is. Like I finally really feel like this is definitely putting my life on track and I'm excited about it. But anyway, I love you and I'll speak to you again next week where I'll have finished my first week of work. But I hope you're okay. Thank you for listening and make sure you're following me on Instagram and on TikTok at you've got mail and school pod. I'll speak to you soon. I love you. Bye.